0: Hey, Say it again. No, nah, not you. Not okay. All right, man. I'm ready. Okay. i right, recording. Started in three, two, one. What to do? What to do? What to do? This is the Wizard Junkies podcast on the Sports Post Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Brooks. Got with me the amazing Marcel. Marcel, say what's up to the people, man. What's going on? What's going on out there? Yes, sir. We have had quite a week. Quite a week. Let's, let's start off with this, man. We had a couple. We had a couple of games canceled, or not canceled, but postponed due to a COVID nineteen protocol contact tracing. Um, I just learned through Twitter that another. I think it was a second Wizards player got um, contracted COVID nineteen, and on top of that, now we now we're figuring out the report via uh, Quentin Mayo that Russell Westbrook apparently had a setback with his with his quad, left quad injury, and now he's going to be out for an additional three to four weeks. Um, Marcel, man, our lo- our team CEO, team owner, Ted Leonsis. Tweets after after trading for Russell Westbrook, we're glad to have this guy here. Not only is he a great leader, but he's he's durable. This guy's been out. He's gonna be out for another three four weeks. What are your reactions? Uh,
1: it's so Wizards. Um, it's like the most Wizards news ever. Um, uh, you know, some, some something clearly has been up with Russ. All year. Something's been bothering him. Like, he really hasn't had any bounce, it seems. Uh, he's been having a hard time finishing at the rim. Uh, he's been turning the ball over like crazy, but I think that's just normally how he plays. Um, something just kind of seemed off. And, you know, when the news came out that um, he's got a – he hurt his quad in training camp, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Um, but I'm wondering why, like, it's just news now. Like, why, you know, why 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 keep it a secret? Um, it definitely would have um, kind of eased, eased the tensions a little bit with all the losing because, you know, we could have been like, well, you know, Russ isn't 100%, so let's give him some more time to to get back to where he needs to be and and then build that chemistry at the same time with his new teammates um, instead of just thinking, like, this is the roughs that we have, the roughs we have going forward for the next three years. Um it's funny, man, because uh, it's funny you mentioned Ted. I feel like Ted could care less about the Wizards, man. He's so focused on the Caps. I think the Caps um, they open their season tonight, um, and I actually follow him on Facebook. Actually, I think I'm friends with Ted Leonces on Facebook. I mm-hmm. uh, actually think I'm friends with his personal profile. Every once in a while, he'll it's very sparingly that he uh, he makes a post, but when he does, like you know. It pops up in the feed or whatever, and just so happens that I haven't seen him post in lo- a while, but today uh he posts pictures of his golden retrievers and Caps jerseys, I'm like all right Ted, I get it, like we all know that you care way more about the caps than you do the wizards, um even if you never said anything it's it's clear about it's clear how you operate the two franchises um but yeah man i mean i'm I'm actually I'm happy that the news came out going back to Russ. I'm happy that the news came out now. And, you know, unfortunately, but fortunately, we've had all these games being rescheduled. So Russ is not missing any time yet. Um, So, you know, for this next month for him to be out, um, hopefully he gets back to 100 percent. I will say that, you know, we played pretty good without him. So, you know, we'll see.
0: Yeah, I think we definitely didn't do any. We definitely didn't do Russell any uh, favors by, you know, acting like he was fully healthy so that you know, from the get-go saying, yeah, he hurt his knee. That's why, you know, he's not 100% or anything like that. Like, you're just allowing us as media, us as fans to think, wow, this guy's kind of cheeks right now. Like, there's no explosion. Yeah. In that. You know, you don't do any favors, especially when you're trading Russ for, a you know, a very beloved point guard and, like, a a, a big DC figure. Um, and it's, it's like you said, it's, it's hashtags, like, so wizards. You know what I mean? That should really be a thing for us, so wizards. I mean, mm-hmm. this is it's weird because you have the owner, like you said. Maybe he I think he is more invested into the Capitals, but then, you know, we're supposed to be a franchise that we sh- we should be a franchise that's more traditionally powerful and like that. But then it just never comes to comes to the fruition. Um, you brought up the fact that just the other day looked really good against the Suns. Able to open up 32 point leads over them, won a game by double digits. Uh, is that how happy were you to see that? Because the past couple of weeks, you've been really negative about the Wizards. We get to be happy about them this week. What did you think of that?
1: Well, unfortunately, man, I'm going to throw a little bit more negativity out there. I wasn't very happy uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, I feel like every loss is a step closer to getting Scott Brooks fired. Um, <laughs> and when you go and blow out a I think a seven and three team. That uh, certainly doesn't help for the head coach to be given his walking papers. Um, the other reason I wasn't happy is because, again, hashtag so wizards. Um, you show up for the good teams and you don't show up for the bad teams. Um, this has been a common, common, common thing for, I don't know, the last six, seven years, maybe. Um, so, I mean, while it was good to see a win, a blowout win at that um against a very good western conference team um it's just i'm just looking at it just like uh, whatever you know it's it didn't really mean anything to me it's a win on paper it was our third win i think um but at the end of the day man like i think you and i as well as the rest of uh wizards nation out there we know what the team needs first and that is uh, a new direction as far as head coach um, and I think reports are floating around that Scott Brooks is on the hot seat so you know anything that he does to uh, keep his job I think is just kind of sticking a knife deeper and deeper into our mediocrity unfortunately
0: <laughs> hey I'm I'm not saying that you're wrong but I'll, I'll say this, too. Um, I think just the comments afterwards were kind of funny from Brad because he was just saying, you know, it was good to get this win. Maybe we can upgrade from not being able to park to – not being able to guard a parked car. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, Devin Booker, he had 33 points, but everybody else was kind of, like, struggling. And I think that this was a, just a good game for, for confidence. I – I will forever say that we should get rid of Scott Brooks, but looking at the bigger picture, I think it is important that we're able to get this one. Hopefully, we can carry it over into whenever we play next. Because again, the Jazz game got canceled, Pissing game got canceled uh, on Friday. But um, moving on. Yeah, if yes, I could say ready? something real quick, Brooks. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Um, so I I will say that I didn't point this out, but um, you know, obviously uh, Thomas Bryant went down with the ACL man. It, that hurt. That really hurt. Um, I don't know if we addressed that yet, but um, with Robin Lopez starting in his place, um, you know, we obviously were missing the the offensive uh, features, if you will, that Thomas Bryant has, but I think that the Brooke Lopez and Mo Wagner really kind of, you know, held down the, the center position. Uh, and uh, honestly, I mean if we're talking about a spark, I'm not going to say that Robin Lopez and Mo Wagner are our spark, but defensively, like we just, you know, we really, we really gave it to uh, the Suns, who, you know, are a good scoring team. So like, we keep our eye on how, how that goes um, in the future. But I mean, that, that could Thomas Bryant could be Thomas Bryant going down could be, um, could be something that turns into a positive, the
0: same. Yeah, I mean, and I'm, and I'm glad you brought it up because I totally overlooked that happening. That was a uh, Sunday, Sunday or Saturday, I want to say. Yeah, I think so. Right around there, and when I when I saw the Woj mom, I, I just let out like a, I, I, cur- I cussed out I, I cussed in front of my mom, and she was, she was just like, "What's going on? Why why are you why are you upset?" And, you know, I let her know and all that. But, yeah, I mean, Thomas Bryant's quickly becoming one of my favorite players, I feel like, on the Wizards at least. I feel like he's he, he can have some boneheaded mistakes and he can do some youthful things. But the guy was arguably the second best player on the Wizards this season so far. Looking like he was going to go for a breakout year. I mean, he was averaging a career high in points. Um, rebounds, rebounding kind of dipped, but you could see the game was, was slowing down for him. So for him to get taken out so early into the season, especially when he's going into a contract year next season, is just tough to see. And here at the Wizards Junkies, we can only hope for uh, for the best for him recovery wise and pray for him. But that was like a gut punch to see that, you know, him and Russ had a, had a had a pretty decent connection, but him and Brad had an even better one. You saw Bradley Bill gave the game-winning play to, to Thomas Bryant, and he got the game-winning rebound. So I don't know how we are able to replace his production in his defense, but for one game we saw that from Robin Lopez and Mo. Maybe they were inspired, but it's, a, it's definitely a good thing to to look for and to watch. Uh, I think you're right there, Marcel. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But moving on, uh, yesterday, man, huge trade. James Harden goes to the Nets and Karis LeVert as a pacer. Victor Oladipo is a rocket. I want to hear what your thoughts were on about that.
1: Man, I, uh, I have mixed feelings because uh, I'm a big stickler for being a professional and acting professional and don't be a brat, don't be a diva, stuff like that. And that's definitely what James Harden was. Um, Trying to force his way out of uh, Houston, um, and the fact that he, in the end, ended up getting what he wanted, I was, I was a little, uh, I was a little turned off by that. Um, and the first thought that came to my head is like, where, where is, uh, where is David Stern when you need him? God rest his soul, but like he would have vetoed that trade
0: in yeah, a heartbeat. He did it to the CP3, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, and this is worse, in my opinion. Um because you make it you know dude the team that they just made is the 2012 Miami Heat on steroids um offensively offensively uh, it remains to be seen how they're going to be defensively but um i i don't i don't personally like the move like if i if i'm if i'm a nets fan um it's going to take some really good coaching, man, and then you got what whatever's going on with Kyrie, and let me let me say this from um, from this point of view, like i'm not accusing this of Kyrie at all, uh, but I think that there's clearly like something something up with him, like and you know if it 's a mental health thing, that's something serious, it's not something to joke about, um, you know if if he's like battling something or the other um and that, that, that's something serious. And, like, he has every right to put himself first in situations like that. But, you know, if it comes out that he's not and he's just, like, being selfish, um, that, that's a whole other, other issue. But with his status just kind of up in the air, um, I get why Brooklyn did it. Because, uh, according to them, they really have no idea when Kyrie's coming back. Um, So you just kind of replace his, his production. With or maybe maybe and then some with with Harden, right? Um, but I mean, as of right now, man, like they're the best team on paper by far. um <laughs> It's like, dude, that that is that is an amazing trio right there. That might be the best trio ever. Um,
0: I mean, for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, if, if all three of them gonna have like. Off nights? No, I don't think so. <laughs> if one of them has an off night. You got two of the other ones that are just as good, if not better, um, to 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 take over the responsibilities. Um I don't like that they had to give up Karis Avert. Um, but I mean that's what they had to do to get this deal done, I guess. Yeah. Um Harris is a is a rising star. Um, you know, just got sent to Indiana. <sighs> I, he he really reminds me of a young Lance Stevenson But like better a little bit uh, <laughs> But yeah man I mean I feel bad for, for John Wall too Like you know What Harden Did to them and you know he got Victor Oladipo coming in now But he's on an expiring deal He's coming off a major injury John Wall's coming off major injury Boogie Cousins coming off major injury uh, We'll see how that works down there um, But Hey, I was I wasn't surprised after Harden came out and said what he said the other night that he was moved like immediately, um, and you know Brooklyn ain't gonna have any draft picks for the next decade. But I guess you know they did all that to win now. Yeah, so.
0: that's that's the main problem with it. Like, for one, you get rid of your depth, and then for two, you trade the whole, you trade your way to your future for the guy. Like, and this is the second time in ten years that this has happened. So that's what really gets at me is the fact that the the Nets really shouldn't be able to trade for superstars or or or, or continue to even do these type of things because you can't allow yourself to get fleeced twice in 10 years. It's crazy. And the Kyrie Irving situation is just weird to me. I don't understand it at all. But I I do want to allow us to segment into one more thing. We see what the Nets had to give up. Just to get James Harden, we see what happened. We saw what happened last year with the with the Clippers trading away their future for for uh, for Paul George. The Lakers probably had a really equitable trade, being able to get Anthony Davis in exchange for Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, and Brandon Ingram. And we we know for a fact that there's a lot of trade speculation going on with our superstar Bradley Bill when you see these type of trades going on, what do you give up or what do you receive? Like, what's the trade market for a Bradley Bill right now after seeing what happened with the Rockets?
1: Let me let me start off by saying, man, if they trade Brad, I'm out, man. I'm no longer a fan. I, I'm just going to come out and say that. i put up with too much over the last 20-something years. Um, and by them punting Brad just means that it, it's a gig, It was a gigantic failure for the best player that you've had since Gilbert Arenas, um, and I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do this again. <laughs> I really can't. <laughs> um, Brad is is not only is this, is he a superstar, but he's willing to put up with all the BS you're putting him through, um, and that to me means more than his play. Um, dude is loyal. Uh, the fact that he hasn't demanded a trade yet is just mind boggling. Um, but I feel like what the team would get for him, it wouldn't be quite what 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 they got for Harden, but I think it would kind of be what the what Houston got for Harden, but I think it would be kind of similar. And I say this for one major reason. Um, because Brad is a professional. Um, the net the Nets gave up what they gave up to get Harden because Harden has that that resume. And Brad's resume can't even compare to Harden's, but Brad is a professional and and every year Brad has apparently hasn't even reached the ceiling yet. So we don't even know. This dude can go for 40 next year again. Uh and mm-hmm. we have no he just he just keeps taking another step every year, which is ridiculous. Um, I thought that when he reached like twenty-five a game, that you know, okay, this is this is what we have. Nah, he's like, nah, I gotta hold on, I got I got a couple more steps I'm gonna take.
0: And the crazy thing is too is the fact that he's averaging these numbers. And he's and he's taking less three-pointers a game. Like, yeah, he's a king of mid-range right now. That's the most impressive part to me. But go one yeah. more so.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're right, man. Like he he's literally he can score from anywhere on the court, and he doesn't have to rely on shooting uh you know 12 three-pointers a game. Um, like you know, what these superstars are putting up. Um I I I love Brad, man. Like it 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 hurt my soul if he's ever traded, but the Wizards will make out like bandits if he ever is traded. Um, but, you know, it, it is of my opinion that if, if Brad can continue to hold strong, which is asking a lot, um, you know, there's some, there's some changes going to come. I mean, obviously, if, if Scott Brooks survives the year, like he's his contract is up, definitely not bringing him back. Um,
0: you know, hold on. I got, got to her. hold, hold on. on. My dog is outside barking. I, I need to shut her up. All right. I don't want to keep, I don't mean to interrupt you. Are you good? I can wait. Not that I'm going to be able to get her back in here, but go on with your point, bro. I don't, uh, I, I don't even remember where you were at. No, we were just talking about what they would get for for
1: trading Brad. Um, I mean, I was wrapping up anyway. I just, you know, um, they would get a haul, they certainly would. They get a, a bunch of draft picks, probably some expiring deals, maybe a young superstar, uh, a, a young person with a high ceiling. Um, I mean, he's definitely worth it, but, you know, my hope is that it never comes to that. You know, I don't know how they make a contender for Brad in the next, you know, year or, you know, but, I mean, they got to figure something out.
0: Yeah, they have to. Um, And just for me, I agree with you, Marcel. I don't want to see Bradley Bill go. That's like... That's just an unfathomable unfathomable situation, especially when he is our most talented player since Gilbert to arrive in in Wizards' colors. But, man, unless we turn it around somehow within this year, these next 10 games, I wouldn't blame him for saying, you know, look into it, you know, willingly saying, like, I need to go, something like that, because you're asking for a whole lot from a guy who's endured a whole lot with this franchise. Like yeah. he, he's, he's hurt his legs the first couple of seasons. We we all thought he was going to be an injury prone guy. And then he turns out around he's averaging career high points. He's incredibly loyal when John ball is out. So to reward him with these kind of things, these kind of performances getting rid of his guy and John, like whether or not he, push for the trade or not, this that's something that we can, can that we can talk about later on. But yeah, he he deserves a whole lot better than he's getting. Um and just looking around the fact that so many other guys are getting a King's ransom in return for going to another team, like, it just makes me think if we're gonna trade Bradley Bill, we gotta get for one, we gotta get draft picks, we have to have capital. And then for two, you gotta get someone who can replace Brad's value or multiple guys that can. So maybe you can show up your bench in exchange for him, plus a really good starter who can score in bunches like Brad can. So that's my main thing. Who do you get in order to make your bench better and can score in bunches as a starter? I don't know. There's not too many guys like that in the league, but that's that's what I would want. Um, My only concern with the draft picks is the fact that Tommy Shepard is just another one of those guys who – is really valuing these overseas players. You know what I mean? We had Rui. Rui's kind of an overseas product, but not really. Um, he went to college in America, but, you know, he had, like, the overseas play style growing up. And then you get Denny, and Denny's coming out to be, like, a pretty – he's decent on defense, going into a role offensively, but that's that remains to be seen. But I don't want us to continue to go after these overseas products – and then they sometimes don't pan out. Like, we, we saw how bad it can get with Jan Besley, so we don't need to have to continue. So Tony Shepard may have to switch up his draft strategy. Yeah.
1: I mean, I agree. I mean, I personally don't care where the pick comes from as long as they can ball. I mean, I think that this, this year's rookie class is kind of weak, honestly.
0: Yeah, that's um, true, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, Denny's definitely a project, but I can, I can see that there's a bunch of potential there. Um, Rui, obviously, has taken another step this year, um, and I, I like his ceiling. Um, I, I like both the picks, to be honest. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't know who I would have taken, you know, knowing what I know now, who I would have taken instead of Rui or... Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to stick with that. I don't know who I would have taken instead of Rui. Um, I, I definitely don't know who I would have taken over Denny, just seeing how, you know, everybody else is playing right now. But, um, again, man, it's coaching. <laughs> I, yeah. I definitely think that we haven't seen the development uh, from the two that we expected because of our coach. Um, So,
0: yeah. Yeah, it should be interesting. And they, It always comes down to the Scott Brooks, man, and that's always yeah. the – What's the saying? That's always the, um, like, the odd man out or the I – don't, I don't even know. You know what I mean. But yeah. either way, something needs to change. Probably going to have to be with him. But, I mean, does this – when a trade like this happens with a superstar, like with James Harden, former MVP, multiple top MVP finishes, does it put more pressure on the Wizards to have to improve? Or do you think Brad is going to be willing to set out another – Still out another playoff like he has for the past couple seasons?
1: I mean, I don't think what the Nets did put pressure on us. Um, I definitely think that the pressure comes from Brad himself. Um, and it's always been that way. I mean, at least for the past, I don't know, two or three years or so. Um, it's just, you know, the pressure is doing right by Brad. Uh, surrounding him with the talent he needs to, to, to succeed um, and put us, you know, in the upper upper tier of the conference um which they've obviously failed at but uh I think we have a we have a decent roster with with a healthy Russ um I mean I like our roster um I just don't like the coaching um I don't mean to keep beating a dead horse but um you know the longer longer Brooks is there I think that you know uh the the season's just gonna be a, a tank it's gonna be a tank season um don't get me wrong, I'm rooting for them to, to win. Uh, I'm rooting for Scott Brooks to finish out his contract, to get things together, you know, have, make a playoff run. Um, but I just don't see it. I just don't see
0: it. Yeah, man, I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, like, I said, like we've continually said, we're going to have to see what's going on because we're at a breaking point at this point. Fans, media, team itself... Um, It's crazy to say that even at 10 games into the season, but, you know, hopefully we'll have something to look forward to going into the 2021-2022 season. Um, Just looking at this schedule for next week, you know, we're supposed to play the Cavs twice, you know, twice. So on Sunday, we're going to play them. And then on Monday, back into the back-to-back. We already know Russ is going to be gone. Hopefully, everybody else can come back and be healthy. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. And this Cavaliers backcourt is looking really nice. Darius Garland and uh, Colin Sexton. Plus, they now have Andre Drummond and Jared Allen. Um, and I can't even believe that the Cavaliers have a better record than the Wizards. But again, that's so Wizards. Uh, you know, how lucky are we to win these games, Marcel?
1: Um,. I'm going to say not very likely, man, to be honest. Uh, maybe, we, maybe we get one of them. But um, this is the type of team that we take the L to, unfortunately. Um, but like you said, they have a better record than us. Um, I, I think we, we literally have the worst record in the Eastern Conference right now, I think. Um, we did at one point. I'm not sure where it stands right now. Um, so, really, we, 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 <laughs> we can't really say that we're better than such and such because you know, our record – doesn't say so but um yeah i mean we probably get one game i mean we'll see i mean as as you know defense has been the problem uh with, with thomas Bryant being out he wasn't the best interior defender he wasn't the best rebounder um that next man up mentality brooks said replacing brian is going to be by a committee it's not just going to be one person um i mean that's a that's a if if that production is able to be better than what Bryant was, then, you know, that's obviously going to help. Um, so, you know, all it takes is for that defense to step up. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, Luckily for the Wizards, they're not the worst. They're actually – it's the Pistons that are worse at 2-9, and then the mm. Raptors 2-8. Very, very surprising about the Raptors because they're traditionally a, a pretty good regular season team, especially these last 10 years or – I should say like the later the latter half of the of these last ten years. Um I don't know what's going on with them, but to see them struggling this bad is is pretty crazy to me. Um you know. Marcel, before I let you go, do you have anything else that you wanna wanna get off your chest about the Wizards, about the NBA?
1: Um I just I just kinda I, I talk about brad and i mentioned how how i admire his professionalism i just wish that every nba player took a took a uh, took notes took a page out of brad's book on how to how to handle yourself professionally i'm just so turned off by what, what Harden did um and just watching watching him play with john and all that like he, he really wasn't there like mentally um, it's just sad man um so <laughs> my my final thought is just you know, take your job seriously, act professional. If you were in a normal job, acting like that would get you fired. So
0: that's it. Yes, it speaks to uh the power of player empowerment that we're allowing these players to just be so so diva ish nowadays, you know, and that that might be the problem with it, you know. I mean, I love to see guys take agency of their own legacy and say, hey, I don't if I don't want to. You know, I don't want to be here. Treat me to a winner. But when you're abandoning your guys and throwing them under the bus, you know, there's a literal clip. James Harden picks up the ball and literally just throws it to the sideline and John Wall has to run to catch the pass. Like, that's yeah. not how you treat your teammates at all as a leader and as a, as a top-tier guy like that. That's not what you do. Um, and I think the comments that DeMarcus Cousins and John Wall made really captured the point. Better than maybe we can say, you know, here's a guy who DeMarcus Cousins says, super disrespectful from the jump. And the only reason why DeMarcus Cousins is in the Houston Rockets uniform is because he wants to play with John Wall. I wish you did that with the Wizards, but that's right. neither here nor there. But either way, um, you know, we have a new villain to hate in the NBA, and that's James Harden. Um, I think the last guy that you can rethink really of like that was LeBron James. And, and KD, when KD went to the Warriors. So we're going to have to see. Uh, the Nets have the biggest bullseye on their back. Maybe it makes things easier for LeBron James because it takes a little bit more pressure off of him. You know what I mean? He can fly a little bit under the radar as much as he possibly can as LeBron James and as the Lakers. We're going to see. Uh, my final point is I just want to see everybody be uh, continue to be healthy in the NBA so we don't have to deal with another... Uh, work stoppage. Um everybody just wear your mask and all that good stuff. Thank you for listening to the Witch Junkies podcast. This is episode thirty four, I believe. Um thank you for listening. Especially if you got to the end. And we are out. Bang.